Welcome to Sailing All Blue, the podcast where we... Blah, blah, blah. Sailing All Blue, the podcast where we are setting sail into the world of One Piece. My name is Xander, and here with me is First in the Tub, Matt. <laughs> oh, you know it, baby. <laughs> How are you today? I'm doing fine. Yourself? I'm doing pretty good. Are you excited to cover these, like, a dozen chapters or so? Yeah, we've got a lot of chapters here to cover. We're just finishing up Alabasta here. We're doing our speed run. <laughs> We got to catch up to One Piece before it ends. We have to. We we only have like four or five more years until One Piece ends. Uh, supposedly, I'm I would expect more like maybe eight, but who knows? It could end real soon. And if we can get current, then you can you get suffer along with us weekly until the end. And then you could be excited with everyone. Get to that finish line with us. Instead of my current suffering, where it's just, hey, Xander, I finished the end of Alabasta. Are we are we recording? Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Two months later. It hasn't been that long. <laughs> it has not been that long. It's been at least a good month, for sure. Now, nah, it's only been a week since I actually uh, finished reading it. Oh, I mean, it's been <laughs> longer since we recorded. Well, but then, it feels that long. It does feel that long. It does, yeah. Uh, especially since I get the read ahead. Oh, get the... Ooh. One day you'll get there, and that's today, because we're going to read chapters 204 to 217. Yes? Yes, we are. So I'm going to recap those badly, like we usually do, and then we're going to kind of go back and do a bit of a a look at the Alabasta arc. We'll leave the the retrospective of the whole saga for another episode. The whole saga, which is most of alabasta and then like what two islands little garden in a um cactus land well you have little garden you have drum island you have whiskey peak and you technically have reverse mountain we do have reverse mountain i always forget about reverse mountain in this arc because alabasta is so big yeah well it's we we ended our our season one back at back around chapter 100 or so that's true. Uh, I think like on I think basically on like 100 and we're ending this at 217 and Alabasta itself, like the island is like 60 chapters. So about only half of it is the actual like Alabasta Island. Still a lot. Oh, I mean, it, it feels more encompassing, but it is also the most exciting. Well, yeah, we'll we'll get to that when we do the the review of kind of. Oh, no, the arc. <laughs> I'm now worried. But let's jump in to 204. Yeah, so at at 204, where we last left off, the Straw Hats were still looking for the bomb because somebody set up up them the bomb. Um, That's an old internet reference. Uh, So they team up with the Navy (laughs) to fight a bunch of Baroque Works dudes. Um, Meanwhile, Luffy has found Crocodile, and Crocodile is getting really tired of the number of times he has tried to kill, he has had to kill Luffy. Uh, Crocodile also, like, he looks a bit beat up. So he's a bit tired and everything because he's he's just he went from fighting Luffy to fighting Robin. And now he's having to fight Luffy again. And Crocodile is like, he's like, how many times do I have to kill you? And so Luffy's coming out and he's like, you don't have any water. Uh, crash. <laughs> uh, so Luffy, as as we had talked about on the the spoilers, I already knew this was happening because you told me this like forever ago. Uh, Luffy covered his arms in blood and he's punching Crocodile in the face. And it's 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 weird because like that's. It's the kind of thing where this this only finally works, it just like. The amount of blood that's that's necessary, like wet it and work feels like it should be more, but I'm also going to chalk it up, especially for the rest of this fight where like he doesn't have to keep doing the whole rehydrate thing. Um. I'm going to chalk it up to the fact that at the start of this fight, we saw Crocodile was tired. He's gotten he was already fighting Robin, who got him wet, too. And I'll just 
like chalk it up to that. Yeah, he, you know, Crocodile's got, gone through a lot today. Gone through a few fights. And he's annoyed. And, you know, Luffy also has protag blood on his fist. But it's like at, at some point during this fight, it just seems, seems like Luffy doesn't even like his, his arms don't even look wet. He's just able to punch Crocodile. But yeah, Crocodile um, is like fine. You know, third time's the charm. Takes uh, the covering off of his hook, revealing a smaller poisoned hook um, underneath there. Um, oh, man. Did he take a note from uh, Mihawk? We get a uh, time to explosion 90 <laughs> seconds, which means like Luffy's nap was pretty short. They realized the clock tower is the location. The, the straw hats realize the clock tower is the location of the bomb. Like, oh, no. So then we go back to Luffy versus Crocodile. And the two of them are um, like they're they're like still hella beat up, both of them. Um, but they're still fighting. And it's there. There aren't any words. It's just like except for like gum gum bullet. It's. It's mainly just showing like a bunch of really good action panels and Luffy, uh, Crocodile constantly trying to hit Luffy with the right hand to dehydrate him and Luffy dodging it, being real defensive, getting around it, just like try uh, use it like he's using the fact that they're underground to like bounce off of like the walls and ceiling uh, with his with his um, rubber power and just get small hits in. And it's just the acu- accumulate hits, accumulate hits. But eventually, uh, Crocodile actually ca- cuts him instead of with his right arm going for the dehydrate with the left arm, cuts him with the poisoned hook. And this whole time, like the ruins are still collapsing and getting in the way. And that's actually um, this like rock coming down is what gives Crocodile the opening to hit him with the hook. But like Luffy actually like keeps going. Hell yeah, he does. Hell yeah. Like after he gets cut with the uh, with the hook, he goes forward. And he does this like double kick thing where like he puts it like he does um, a jump kick down a crocodile's shoulder and then uses the leverage to like capoeira kick the side of his head. And he just goes like crocodile just goes fucking rolling. And King uh, Cobra is like, who, who, the, who is this boy? Yeah, like, wh- who, who the fuck is this kid who just showed up? Like, the king has never seen the, seen Luffy prior to this moment. So Luffy is making it an impression. Yeah, like, we haven't talked to, um, we haven't really had, like, enough conversations with the king with Vivi yet. We haven't, like, we haven't had a chance to, really, like, talk over this stuff. He doesn't know, like, Straw Hat's good, Straw Hat's strong. Um, I mean, their bount like their bounty sheets have been distributed throughout the world, but like I don't know if they even rate for like someone like King Cobra to like look at. It's like the he as far as he he knows, like the, the Straw Hats are some dudes who showed up. Yeah, and Crocodile's just like, yeah, all right, fine, but you know what? The poison's soon gonna get you. And Luffy just like assumes this, like resets, assumes this fighting pose, and goes, "You just don't." get it do you oh he's such a badass (laughs) i love luffy so much in like these kind of fights especially these moments yeah it's like crocodile is constantly um and we'll talk about this a little bit more later too crocodile is constantly like you he's always trying to get people to give up in the face of his like you know like quote overwhelming power it feels like he's almost like lazy from it He's so used to his power just being overwhelming. Oh, uh, lazy! You should put a pin in that. Not for not for this, but for for somebody the in in the far far future. But just just put a pin in that about power lazy. We we already had a comment earlier um, in this arc about um, it's not the power of the devil fruit; it's the power of the user. Um, that was that was a comment I think back during the second fight. So it's that's that's actually I feel like been a recurring theme this whole this arc with crocodile is that he's he is strong but he relies a lot on his devil fruit and he uses the combination of them to just get what he wants without having to to use either of them to their fullest so far crocodile hasn't done anything exceptionally cool with this power outside of like creating an entire sandstorm that covers like uh, an entire town like that that's pretty pretty cool but that's a sandstorm that's boring like, Turning the entire um, courtyard into a desert. 
Yeah, that's just adding sand. That's boring. Like, Luffy becomes Big Fist Man. Like, that's funny. Yeah, well, not only Bloody Fist Man, <laughs> he's, he's covered his legs, too. Um, and his face. Oh, yeah. No, no, um, I, I said Big Fist, from. not Bloody Fist. Oh, Big, big. Fist, yeah. Yeah, because he can, like, inflate, you know, inflate his hand, become... His hand somehow becomes stronger that way. Because bigger, stronger. See, Luffy, Luffy creative, Luffy smart. <laughs> I don't... <laughs> My, uh, this actually makes me question: How does anybody get hurt by Luffy's like balloon fist? I've never ever been slapped in the face with a dildo. <laughs> oh yeah, no fair. I have. I know the pain. Smack. Okay, that's that wasn't kid appropriate. Anyways, we, we come back, back to, to the, the gang, gang. Um, who are having the bad part of this arc, um, where. We have where we see Mr. Seven and Ms. Father's Day uh, in the clock tower, you know, revealing that, yes, that that is indeed where the bomb is. Um, their calculations are correct in just 30 seconds to go. And like, did we really need some like last minute Baroque work goons to show up? Yes, yes. We needed Miss Father's Day, whose whose theme is frogs. Got a froggy hat. That's more like a weird spider frog hat because there's like six limbs coming from it. She's got like a frog skirt and a little ribbit gun. And you have Mr. Seven, who looks like an old timey like scientist with a gun, except like instead of crazy white hair, he has like that white judge wig, you know? He he kind of feels like he wanted to be Igorim, but Igorim was already Igorim. Um, and he's like trying to do a bunch of all these sevens instead of the curls with the eights. And it just doesn't work Yeah, because because here's the thing it matches his eyebrows it, it and his shoes too like it yeah he's just got like the so sevens good. all over his gun is a seven <laughs> the gun is a that is the shape of a gun you're right everything you see he's he's just mr seven he is all about that seven he's very lucky probably not in this fight obviously his luck ran out yeah i <laughs> I kind of feel like we just kind of just have them show up. It's like not the best. We have. We, we um, needed to know who the seven seven was. We just had to know. I think it was highly requested. I'm. I'm. I guess. And then I was like, "Here, you want it? There. You happy?" And everyone was like, "Yes, Oda. Thank you." Yeah. And <laughs> so we have everyone fighting, and they're gonna fire the bomb into it. Um, <laughs> meanwhile. We cut back to Crocodile. He's just like, what don't I get? He's just him and Luffy are both bloody. Like, I feel like actually maybe this is it. Maybe the explanation for why Crocodile stays vulnerable from this point on is because he's also bloody. So his own blood is wetting him. You know what? I'm going to I'm going to go with that because he's actually got like he's got that like blood tear coming down from his eye. Yeah. Um, so he he's got that cut. So I'm I'm gonna accept that that if uh if you if you can get past Crocodile's initial I'm completely dry bullshit, then his uh his own blood makes him wet. Fuck. Okay. Remind me of this conversation later because um there's a there's a great uh thing that ha- struck me and we cannot talk about this for for many many months maybe years. Are we talking about like chapter six hundred type stuff? Uh, or do I wish it were chapter 600? <laughs> you kind of wish it was chapter 600, honestly. It's more <laughs> It's more like 800, uh, well, like 700s, honestly. So, so not too far off, but yeah. Yeah, only 100 chapters off. Only like a whole like season of Sailing All Blue off. But for those who might know, like uh, the thing that might have like struck me, because I didn't realize that Crocodile was bleeding in this fight because I didn't think Logias could bleed. <laughs> but they're, they're, never mind. Anyways. So yeah, covered in blood. Luffy throwing fists, fisticuffs. Yeah, a lot of fists. Um, and Crocodile's like, "You're gonna die from the poison." And why the? Why are you gonna still fighting? Just give up. He's just so used to everyone giving up. You've been poisoned. You've lost. So you should just stop. And like Luffy's like, "Nah," and just like keeps punching the shit out of him. <laughs> As actually, one actually, he kicks a hole through a wall that Crocodile barely dodges. But yeah, it's still Luffy is just keeps going at him um, in these just couple seconds because it's we're we're seeing these parts of the the fight and it's like 15 seconds um, of actual fight. So the Straw Hats are trying to get to the clock tower. Nami does the cyclone thing again to push um, 
to push people up. Chopper, uh, like we have Vivi, Chopper, and uh, Usopp, like all going up. Uh, Sanji kicks them up even further. Chopper, like reindeer mode, runs up. Zolo jumps up and like sword pushes Vivi up to the top. Yeah, how did Zoro get there? We last saw him in the jungle. Look, okay, he got lost. (laughs) He got lost super high on the clock tower. You know, Zoro is not where uh, he wants to be. It's where he needs to be. But no, seriously, how the fuck did he get there? I feel like at the end of the last week's reading, we saw him back in the the town. So Um, with the flare, with the flare. Yeah, he saw it. So, yeah, I guess he made it back. But how did he not get lost? (laughs) You you think he could fall like run in a straight line? Oh, no, that's that's why he was on the building instead of where everyone was gathered. Anyway, Mr. Seven and Miss uh, Miss Fathers, they see see them coming up and they're like, you we have guns and you're in midair. And they're like, shit, we're in midair and they have guns. (laughs) 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 That's 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 really the rundown of it. It's like we have guns and you're in the air. and They're like, oh, shit, you're right. (laughs) Cut back to all panic. Cut back the crocodile. God, I love One Piece. It's so funny. It's so good. Yeah. <laughs> it makes me laugh even now just talking about it. So, so good. Oh, man. We have this whole exchange <laughs> between uh, Crocodile and Luffy where it's basically like he like Crocodile doesn't understand why Luffy won't give up. And it's like Luffy's conviction for helping his friends is is going to have him face through anything. They'll put they're putting their lines on lives in danger for their convictions. He's putting so he's going to put his life in danger for his convictions. And at Vivi's like name, like the king is like, huh? Because again, like he he has no clue who this boy is. He has no idea that Luffy has any relationship to Vivi until now. Um, yeah, because <laughs> he's like Vivi is my friend, and I don't want her to die. Yeah, so I'm gonna keep fighting. Seven seconds left. They're they're using their midair guns, which are di- their bullets are dice and a little frog marble. Yeah, he he fires a uh, dice with like sevens on them. It's also called a yellow gun. I don't know. I feel like I feel like, again, they were like the unused concepts of Baroque Works agents that were just kind of thrown in at the last minute. I don't know. I don't yeah. feel like we Thank needed you, this. for your scraps. Yeah, <laughs> I don't feel like we needed this this content here. Um, it's fine. Like, it's not bad that it's here. It's just like, I guess I guess it's there to, like, add more tension. But I kind of also could have just had the Luffy crocodile fight. Well, I, I think this is to, like, not up the tension, but kind of, like, make it a little funny because, like, oh, we have guns here in the air. Like, that's funny. Like, this is more comedic because they look ridiculous. And, you know, like, Vivi's going to clearly kick their ass, probably. Because, like, they only have guns. But you can't... Guns are for far away, not for close-up. That's not true. (laughs) I don't want to spread that. It's just such a tension difference. It's just such a tension difference. Like, or tonal, sorry. It's such a tonal whiplash. Um, Because it's still, like... One is, like, a more serious, heavy thing. And uh, a more serious, like, urgent thing. And one is a more uh, comedic, urgent thing. Yeah. It it is uh total shift, but I think I think that's for me like it's nice to go f- like have a small breather because it's still a bit tense, but it's like ha huh, these characters are silly looking. It helps me take a breather because it's there's five seconds left <laughs> or three. Where's our countdown? We have four seconds left. Chopper like goes big and like stops the bullets or whatever. Ms. Wednesday stops. You know, she uses her Vivi uses her peacock string thing to cut like the bells or whatever. She she fucks with the cannon and beats them up like in like a single hit. Crocodile somehow has an impeccable uh, sense of time. And when we get two seconds left, one second left, we then go to this picture of Crocodile like with his arms out like it's over. Ha ha ha. It also actually it reminds me a lot of like the end of Bleach with the Ichigo. It's over. Which I know that those were like <laughs> this. This way predates it, but it's kind of funny um, how similar those two panels are because that's one of my favorite like panels. Just the Ichigo like all bloody, just like it's over. 
I've never read Bleach, so I don't know if it is. Oh, uh, you know, what? I'm going to I'm going to send it to you. I'm I'm actually pretty sure our listeners. I'm going to I'm going to have faith in our listeners that they know what panel I'm talking about. Yeah, well, obviously, our listeners are, you know, have better taste than I do and actually read a uh, good manga like Bleach and Naruto. I only just read one piece, but that's the the panel I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's such a good panel. That's the the bleach one, yeah. Fuck, that's so good. Ichigo looks fucking sick. Yeah. God, fuck, that must have been a battle. It must have been an ordeal. Holy shit. It's over. That's the same panel I sent to the group text when I quit my job. I I feel like I need to start doing a visual journal for Twitter, like what uh, Kingdom Smarts does with their stuff, to give context to like these kind of moments. <laughs> But that seems like a lot of work on my part. And we're just here to document your fun journey. But this is very good. I, I will share this with on the Twitter, though. This is a, That's such a good panel. The comparison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But let's continue. We're at the panel. It's over. Oh, yeah. So like they're like it's zero. Like, did it work? Uh, Well, there's there's no explosion. And Crocodile is like, you know, like because everything's collapsing, I think they still think the bomb is going off. Oh, no, no. He's like, um, Crocodile's like, even if something like prevents the cannon from firing, it's going to self-detonate anyway because it's on a timer. And he's like, either way, it's going to go off. And so uh, Vivi, however, has also realized bomb is on a timer. And so she yells at everyone like, hey, it's a problem. How, like, they're all like sad. Like, we tried so hard. Luffy gets up, even though uh, he's been being down. And crocodiles can like what like is that is that it? You just get up. You're 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 already dead. And he's like, I'm going to be king of the pirates. <laughs> he is. He's going to be our he's going to be our king. Yeah. We know crocodiles like if I, I found this this quote really interesting, like I made uh, I made note of it mm -hmm. that because uh, of how interesting it was. They says those with a men with a deep knowledge of the sea don't make such claims uh, easily. The more you know about the sea, the more impossible such dreams will seem. So it's it's like he the whatever knowledge he deep knowledge he got to know about things like the alabasta super weapon, the um, poneglyphs, that kind of stuff made him made him think that being king of the pirates wasn't a thing that was achievable and but he's making his own utopia so it's like it, it almost gives to me this this um look into crocodile as someone who used to have that dream of being king of the pirates and is settling for something less um and that kind of just fits into crocodile's whole thing of like if there's overwhelming power give up do something else. I can't be king of the pirates. Give up. Do something else. Yeah, if I can't be king of the pirates, I guess I'll be warlord of the sea. Yeah. And Luffy's like, nah, I'm still gonna beat your ass anyway. <laughs> Hell yeah. But no, that's such a good insight um for Crocodile. Like it it normally people talk about that part of Crocodile like after a few reads through Alabasta, simply. Uh, but granted, we're coming at this like with the purpose of reading it and then also like analyzing it. Um, so we're we're definitely having a different reading experience than the casual like reader going through it first time. Yeah, I will. I'll definitely say I would if if we weren't doing the show, I'd be reading through this much faster with a less critical eye. Uh, but I like the fact that we are doing this because it's forcing it's forcing me to pay attention to things like that. And I think maybe appreciate it more. Yeah. Um, even if we do sometimes get stuck in some kind of slogs. Yeah, but, you know, everything has their slogs and that's fine. That's the experience. Yeah, like I I'm not going to lie. I definitely would have just completely skipped past any of this like clock tower bullshit. <laughs> you would have fast forward through it. I would have just fast forward. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're still at the clock tower. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they're fighting these two and nerds. I'm already, yeah, I'm yeah. already kind of speeding through it during this read. Imagine if I didn't have to do the show. <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, anyway, the, the big important thing, the big important thing is that Pell shows up. Pell, our boy. He's like, I told you, don't go to. Um, we get the end of the uh the flashback about the clock tower 
where it turns out like Pell was the one who told her, like, don't go up here. It's dangerous. If anything were to happen to you, my heart would break. Oh, such a cute panel. Anyway, Pell like grabs the bomb, turns into a bird and like flies it up in the air. So it detonates uh, high in the air. Yeah. And before you continue, I want to point out because you, you didn't cover you didn't mention this uh, earlier. A few chapters ago, we saw Pell get shot from in the air. So currently Pell is now there after getting shot. Uh, and is now flying this bomb up in the air. So I just wanted to point out that like Pell got shot and is still moving, still not giving up. Oh, yeah, He's all bloody and shit. Like, yeah, he's got yeah. blood leaking out of his mouth and all that. He has, like, one HP. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, he puts it high in the sky. It blows up over the town, which, like, it's still... That's still not environmentally friendly, but, like... Like, the shockwave should actually, like... Comp- for how big that explosion is, the shockwave should have still, like, liquefied everyone's insides. But this is anime. We don't have to think about that. <laughs> Everyone becomes a little bit rubber for a second. It's fine. <laughs> like, at least this isn't the fucking, like, pain arc with, like, Konoha. Some people will get that reference, yeah. and that's okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't. <laughs> but yeah, but Pell's dead. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> sure, sure. Pell's was dead. an explosion. Yeah, yeah, sure. He's dead. Up. What do you mean? Anyway, they they clean up the re- uh, they're cleaning up the rest of the uh, the Baroque Works agents. Bibby yells at everyone from the clock tower to just stop fucking fighting. Everyone, stop. However, we then go to the next page where it's Luffy fighting Crocodile. So he's not like obeying that. But he gets this like big old gut punch on the crocodile. You know, bam, that crash. Like he's just punching. He is whooping him. Yeah. And he's doing this. Uh, he's really like doing the whole like extend arm. Use the, the whole leverage to get it. A crocodile has this last ditch thing where he pumps out uh pushes out the poison claw and finally his hook holder is a knife so he's got a knife yeah knife blade knife arm knife hand yeah. knife arm he tries to like desert desertify the the tomb again and like fly up but luffy like sucks in a bunch of air uh and then like basically kirby pushes himself up too so they're in the air above the town everyone can see them now and then they and they see Luffy as Crocodile tries to do his like sand spear. Luffy do a gum gum punch through the um, the sand coming at him into uh, Crocodile, and we get this nice like three quarter page uh, gum gum Gatling punch thing. The three quarter page, uh, you know, as they do, and then we flip over again another three quarter page, which is the other half where Crocodile gets pushed up higher, uh, higher and higher. It's like uh, he's doing one of those like juggling combos from a fighting game where he's just like pushed Crocodile into the yeah, air. Yeah, you know, playing some Devil May Cry and just keeping him up in the air, doing those combos. Never stop. Keep air stunning. Yeah. And then everyone see uh, Crocodile falling as well as Luffy falling. And they're like, yay, Luffy won. And Luffy falls back down the, the hole towards uh, King Cobra. And he's like, whoa, like Luffy punched him all the way through. The roof of the tomb like there, there's a lot of fucking bedrock between here and sky. Yeah. After while uh, Crocodile had jumped up trying to like make the floor of the tomb like sand and jumped up. Luffy had jumped up and punched him up through the ceiling, through the ceiling, through the ceiling, up into the sky where everyone could see him. And then everyone sees them fall back down. And the king is just at the bottom, just like, what the fuck? <laughs> He's just like, bro, what? Meanwhile, the straw hats are like, yeah, that means if they just if they both went flying and fell back down, that means Luffy won. Yeah, Luffy won. That's how it works. So everyone has seen like broke works. Uh. Uh, like everyone has seen like crocodile come down so now uh vivi's like stop fighting like works a bit better and then it all of a sudden like starts to rain um because yeah it's, and i yeah. i have a thought about this so oh, i mean it's, me. it's pretty explicit um that it was crocodile keeping the rain away because he'd already said that well we all oh, we also see the whole yeah, day yeah. no we also see the whole dance powder thing later uh, but anyway, yes, but why this moment? And I have an idea about it because it didn't hit me till like, uh, like just thinking about stuff, uh, re- rereading through 
other stuff in one piece but we'll cycle back because we can talk about yeah. we can actually talk about but anyway it. uh crocodile hits the ground in a very bad way um usually that's like a debilitating injury because he lands on like the back of his neck it's like like he'd been like suplex wrong uh or pile driver wrong yeah that that's just like a career-ending wrestling uh injury so uh he should be out luffy kind of comes down the same way too but he rubber he fine he rubber he fine king's like yo thank you yeah anyway everyone like stops fighting because of the rain and she's like yeah everything's over we can clearly see like crocodiles knocked out as the tomb is falling uh the king pulls luffy out and says thanks and luffy's like yeah it was nothing so yeah everyone's uh everyone's kind of like still fighting um but then like egram shows up like everyone's like still poised to fight they're like you know rain may be falling but we still like there's been a lot of problems in the kingdom this doesn't absolve any of it until egram shows up and he's got the kid that from like a dozen chapters ago who was like what ingram's alive but he exploded on his ship Whoa. we already saw egram was alive though i know i just always like being like what ingram's alive yeah, I mean, like, this you is only see him Chaka's, later on. Chaka's only now finding out Egram's alive. But anyway, the kid um, tells everyone about how Bon Clay uh, uh, was an imposter who started the whole fight. And then Koza's like, yeah, okay, everyone, like, can we stop fighting? Like, Koza finally wakes up because, remember, he got beat the fuck up earlier. Yeah, he got, like, shot. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's up now and he tells everyone to stop fighting. So, yeah, everyone's everyone's kind of done fighting. And then the king's like walking and he's got Luffy piggybacked on him uh, and he like runs into the straw hat. So he's like, uh, so who are you guys? They're like, uh, yeah, that guy in your back, he's our friend. Uh, we're we're going to take care of him now. He's like, oh, that means you're Vivi's friends. And they're like, oh, you're Vivi's dad. That means you're the king. <laughs> he's going to take him back to like the castle. Like he's like, apparently the king somehow neutralized the medicine like on site. Kind of weird. But anyway. Everyone's just like, yeah, we're going to go to the palace. We're we're hungry and tired. Smoker reveals that when he went off, uh, he found a ship with dance powder uh, and they captured it uh, with a bunch of like Baroque Works people offshore. So that's supposedly what was causing the rain to not fall. And what uh, and now that they captured it is why it's falling. Um, I feel like that's not quite how the dance powder was earlier explained to work, but I, I kind of have this theory with you that I think you're is what you're thinking that it was also crocodile crocodile was partially it was partially crocodile's power partially the dance powder and it was both of them going away because the what is what is powder but sand <laughs> that's what I was getting at uh yeah in terms of it mixing and carrying it around him at like in his person or blended into his weird sand body well it's wherever the dance powder is is where the rain falls but it does that by yeah, stealing but this the, would have stopped um this would have stopped rain from leaving the coast to go inland yeah that's why it was off because it it pulls the rain from elsewhere to the dance powder so they stopped it there um but why did rain immediately fall well the moisture was finally because, collected. because it yeah. was cool it really just boils down to like it was a cool yeah it, it it's cool and symbolic <laughs> Yeah, it's cool and symbolic, and here's like a, a reason. Don't think about it. Oda Oda didn't think too hard about it. Neither should you. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, Tashigi has captured uh, Crocodile. Everyone's like wrapping up the Baroque Works members. We're we're seeing we're seeing the uh, the Baroque Works agents being picked up, except for Bon Clay, our beautiful boy, of course. Um, who like it looks up into the rain, sees it going, and like what goes off. Koza is like apologizing for all the rebel shit. Uh, the king is like, you know, yeah, that's that's like I understand. It's cool. Let's just like move on. Uh, long live Alabasta. It's like, yeah, long live Alabasta. Yeah, no one suffers any problems. Everyone's fine. Shows panels of all the straw hats passed out in the street. Yeah, <laughs> L- Luffy like at the at the end of the line. <laughs> yeah so yeah now uh now i think is what you're looking for is uh we then see smoker and hina yeah uh, who was who was from our uh great uh dance a paradise cover chapters those are coming to be a thing now yeah so she's she's joined up and she's uh helping in circle 
uh, Alabasta with him to take out the crocodile, uh, take out the pirates. Toshigi is trying to argue to leave the pirates alone, uh, to leave the straw hats alone for now. Yeah. And real quick, can we point out at how cool their ship is with a giant crocodile head on the front of it? And a giant the, cannon. The Navy ship. Yeah, and a giant cannon, like just pointed upwards. Yeah, just just pointing up to the sky, you know, to the sky. Gotta. You don't know what kind of stuff's up there. I mean, it, clear, it so clearly it clearly rotates. I think it falls down. It clearly, yeah, 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 yeah it, it clearly, clearly rotates, rotates and it clearly falls down. Like I see it. Yeah. But, uh, but that is that's not an aerodynamic or really like it's so top heavy too. But anyway, it is. But it's cool, so it's fine. It has little propellers on its little bottom side. You can see them. It, it's very fat and wide, I guess, to to deal with the fact that it has the giant yeah. cannon. Or maybe it is an alligator. Maybe maybe they fit a boat an alligator fruit. It's like the dog gun. Yeah. Yeah. We go all over Alabasta. We see that it's actually raining all over Alabasta in Yuba, in uh, the Las Vegas place, like everywhere. It's it's raining. You get to see the cool little sea otter turtle things dancing. Yeah. I love them so much. And then we see everyone's like recovering. And then it's like next day. Toshigi's back with uh, back with Smoker and Hina. She's like, I'm sorry that like I gave aid to the pirates when I could have captured them. And Smoker's like, yeah, you, you follow your sense of justice. It's fine. And she's like, she remembers Crocodile's words about how like losers shouldn't worry about enforcing justice. But then she remembers uh, Luffy, re- Luffy's rebuttal of Crocodile. She's like, yeah, she's like conflicted. But they did good. Yeah, they 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 did fine. They kind of want to HQ kind of wants to uh, like take credit for what happened. But Smoker's like, nah, he's, he's not going to cover it up. He's he's going to report that the Straw Hats did like do what they did to she and Tushigi vows to get stronger. Everyone's awake now or the Straw Hats are waking up. Palace Doctor is impressed by uh, Chopper's mess and making skills. He's like, wow, I like where did you train? Like, you're you're good. <laughs> Chopper's just so nervous. He's like, oh, uh, ha, 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 go away. <laughs> He's like, he, oh, you're, you're so nice. Oh, it's so good. Uh, I'll have to show you like the animated clip of this so you can just see like how how it's animated and spoken. It's great. He's, he's such so a cute. he's such a uh, a nervous little boy. Yeah, he he's such a nervous little boy, but he's he's just always so happy and trying. But yeah, he's also very anxious. Yeah, he's, he's just great. like an embarrassed kid. He's like, ha ha ha, don't look at me. Don't look at me. We Yeah, yeah. yeah. there's people it's repairing the city. The Navy is like trying to come up to the, the palace to like capture the straw hats. And Chalk is like, nah, they're not here. Like, what? Well, like, nah, they're not here. <laughs> nope, not here. I don't know what you're talking about. Straw hat, straw who? Nah, I don't know anything about that. This tall, lanky kid with a straw hat? Never seen him. You got a warrant? He got a warrant. <laughs> I know my rights. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, after we've like we see Zolo training and it's important because he mentions like he doesn't have his new power on demand. Um, so he has to like keep training. He's got to train. Luffy, after three days, wakes up. Where's my breakfast? Where's my hat? Everyone's going to leave. The Straw Hats are going to leave. We see Igram's wife uh, who looks just like him. Which is kind of disturbing. He married someone who looked just like him. Like, is she his sister? No, no. They they just really like the hairstyle. Like, they're just like a very cute couple that really just likes the cosplay as each other. They have the same like cone head shape, though. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. Anyway, uh, the straw hats all take a bath uh, because we have to have Japanese bathhouse scene because it isn't uh, it isn't like a desert country if it doesn't have a Japanese style bathhouse. Of course not. We have uh, people are. Uh, Arguing over who's going to be first, like racing to the tub. I'm first. I'm first. Yeah, you are first. We yeah. established that at the beginning of this episode. Sanji wa- uh, wants to go to the women's bath, but Igram's uh, like, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good on you, Ingram. Yeah. Like, hell no, Sanji. We have, we have gratuitous uh, Nami and BB fan service. We have the really fucking weird, like, typical peeping uh, shenanigans for any of these types of things. Although it's fucking weird because the king participates in the whole thing, which is like, that's that's weird as shit. That's your daughter. Yeah, dude, king. What the fuck, man? It's pretty kind of fucked. Yeah, but he's like a king is not a king when he is just when he is naked. It's like, I, I don't think that's how yeah, that works. But the the peeping thing is just kind of like, ugh, why? Anyway, we, we've got new wanted posters, new big old bounties. And actually, this new like bounties. this has eager like kind of 
kind of spooked because that means like things are a little more dangerous. Like the Navy's not going to let them leave. Yeah, but real quick, what are the bounties? Uh, we see 60k, 60 mil for Zolo and one mil for Luffy. So Zoro is now double what Luffy was, and Luffy's at a hundred million. Hell yeah, that's a jump. Yeah, I assume like that's a big jump. I assume that there'll be a chapter cover that has like all the bounties at some point. But anyway, um, Igram walks in on Vivi, uh, and she's like, they uh in uh in like the med bay, they're all gone. She's like, yeah, they've they've all left to see where pirates belong, and we cut to Django and full body. On Hina's no, ship. No, no, not full body. Double iron fist full body. I think he upgraded. Because I don't remember him having double iron fist. Uh, I thought it was just iron fist full yes, body. Yeah, he's now double iron fist. But yeah. Um, they are both third mate on Hina's ship. That, that must mean they're strong, right? I guess. I don't know. They have sick dance moves, though. Yeah, they're dancing while the rest of Hina's crew are picking flowers. Because they are... Definitely the most competent out there, um, but they still have all the ports surrounded. So it's going to be real hard for them to leave. Yeah. Um, Nami reveals that she uh, by having to run out, I guess she has to give up on the one billion berries uh, for rescuing the kingdom. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, I forgot about that. Oh, what a what a rip. They did all that work and I ain't getting a single berry. Yep. They're or a belly. They ain't getting a single belly. They're terrible pirates. <sighs> <laughs> yeah they're they're um they're on the supersonic ducks trying to get uh across the desert they they apparently got a message from bon clay that he stole their ship uh so they're gonna go get the ship back um and nami tells uh vivi that she's got one shot to join them tomorrow at noon they're gonna come sailing past with their ship so we we enter this this long kind of mini arc thing like this small story thing of Vivi being conflicted yeah. as to whether she's going to join the Straw Hats or stay with the kingdom. See, so Vivi, in my mind, is part of the crew forever. She's not part of the crew. Yeah, she is. Absolutely. She is not a Straw Hat. I'm talking about. I, I would straw argue hat she is not a Straw Hat. I'll fight you and so will. I mean, fuck, you're not even on social media, so people can't bitch at you about this uh, really shitty opinion of yours that's wrong and not factual. I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'll fight you. <laughs> no. no, she is um, a friend. Vivi's part of the crew. She, she is like Bon Clay. She is a friend of the Straw Hats. Oh, we know. Shit, we haven't gotten there yet. Anyway, Bon Clay. Actually, they get, to, they get to the ship. Yeah, no, Bon Clay is a friend. We, yeah. The first time they met him, they became friends. I know, but, we're, we'll, the best I know, but I'm referencing something. Anyway, bon, they get to the ship, and Bon Clay reveals he was actually kept it safe from the Navy. Uh, but also we're surrounded, so I didn't do a good job. <laughs> so Hina's ships attack the Straw Hats, but Bon Clay and his crew create a diversion by dressing up as the Straw Hats. And like just Bon Clay is just earning like every bro bro uh point he can. Bon Clay like ends up like squaring like he's like squaring off with Hina. It's like while like getting letting the Straw Hats get away. And like we see like Bon Clay's ships sink ships sink. Oh no our friends so but the straw hats they, they get away and they're heading to the meeting point um vivi is giving this whole speech in the square and we have you know the whole like is she coming is she going and she reveals in the speech that she's going to stay in the kingdom she loves so much and there's this whole like bait and switch where like oh vivi isn't actually at the square it's Igram, and she's using like a microphone and she's like at the meeting point uh but she's like i love this kingdom so much uh i can't go but if we see each other again, please call me a shipmate again. And the reference earlier was when Bon Clay uh, was letting the Straw Hats get away. He's like, I'm a friend of the Straw Hats. Just a, like what I was trying to reference there. So we have we have these we have Bon Clay saying I'm a friend of the Straw Hats. Phoebe saying I hope you would consider me a shipmate again. The In their minds, like same as uh, all this stuff back with like back with uh with like captain morgan and cody it's like we can't we can't give a reply because that'll actually brand vivi as a criminal um so instead they raise up their arms showing like the x's that they had underneath the bandages and like that's their answer like a solidarity answer one where they it's their way of saying yes without um 
like saying yes. She's saying, of course, you're part of the crew. You are a shipmate. You're just you're just doing your own thing right now. It's fine. Come come join us when you can. Come be come hang out. Okay, would you consider Cody a, Cody part of the crew? Cody? Yeah. Kobe no. or whatever, yeah. No, Kobe would not. But he's the same. Not, neither would two of the other bounty hunters. Oh, Johnny and Yosaku for like an entire arc. Johnny and Yosaku. Yeah, no. yeah we're uh, we're we are never no, going to hear from like, Johnny and Yosaku again. If Vivi left with them, she would have been part of the Straw Hats. Like, yeah, sure, cool, awesome. But but she but here's couldn't. the thing: Karu is also part of it. The bird is part of the crew. Everyone with his ex in this moment is the Straw Hat crew. That is how I view this moment. I mean, there's people who are like, no, Vivi's not part of the crew. You're crazy. And I'm like, whatever. Me and like dozen dozen other part of the community. I think it's one of the things that divides uh, some some people. Yeah, you know what, what? What my answer is is on that. We can see Vivi's arms because she's wearing a sleepless dress. She doesn't have an X. I will literally screenshot this. I am on the page. I don't see. I'm, I'm on. The, I don't see the X. Oh, no, no. She puts up her hand and Karu has the X, too. OK. Yes, there you go. Like, okay, you know what? Fuck. Yeah, you know what? Fine. She can be a straw hat, but she needs to come back. Yes. You know, I like they keep teasing it, man. Like every every few hundred chapters, we get to see Vivi and something. And I'm like, oh, oh, she going to is she done with Alabasta? Is she going to join? No, no. Yeah. Oda, Oda just dangling this thread forever. I don't think she'll be on the ship again. It's going to make me sad. I'm going to cry. Yeah. One piece becomes bad because of it. But it's like it says the, the but it says that the our left arms will bear the sign of our fellowship. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, what what if it, instead of fellowship it was uh, uh, Nakuma, Nakama, Nakama? Uh, well, yeah, it's just a weird translation. Yeah, I'd have to I'd have to hear the Japanese um, or read the Japanese. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of torn on Vivi being part of the Straw Hats because like she's. She just doesn't I quite think she fit. blended in pretty well. I don't know. What are you talking about? Like her and Nami were like their interactions were fun. Gave somebody Sanji somebody else to simp over. It was great. I think I think we're gonna see the the real um second female on the crew soon. Um anyway, uh Hina takes care of uh everyone with the bind bind fruit. Alabas is at peace. Uh Pell is alive. Pell is alive. Pell is alive. How? That, that's the one thing I'm like, how? How the fuck are you alive? Because uh, last second he dropped the bomb. How, how the fuck is he alive? Like, he should have still been dead. No, the, 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 granted, the uh, shockwave just out. Team Rocket blasted him off again. Yeah, it's yeah, one yeah, piece yeah, plan. Yeah. It's, it's the one thing that makes me kind of like, it It ruins that really good moment with Pell. <laughs> I don't think it ruins it. I think, so like, uh, the way they reveal that he's alive... It is this mysterious stranger leaves this oasis and the guy's like, hey, you forgot your headscarf. And it's Pell's headscarf. Uh, he had a very distinctive headscarf. But yeah, Pell, Pell is alive for sure. Um, Pell's alive. Hashtag team Pell's alive. Uh, hashtag team uh, Vivi is not a straw hat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Tweet at us. Hashtag team Vivi. Hashtag team not Vivi. <laughs> you, you or whatever hashtags people normally use for those. I don't see it because I'm not on Twitter, no so I don't have to worry about it. It just bothers Xander to no end. Yeah, but I'll compile them and I'll tell Matt who who does it the most. And obviously, I'll totally tell the truth. Give us a poll. Yeah, give us uh, listeners. I'll, I'll make a poll. Yeah, I'll make a poll. Anyway, Smoker and Tashigi are resting, and they're like, yeah, we'll we'll deal with all this other shit later. The Straw Hats are are now, all of a sudden, we miss Vivi. And Zola's like, well, then you should have kidnapped her. <laughs> and out from inside the cabin, someone walks out like, well, I never thought we'd fucking leave that place. They're like, oh shit, it's Robin. It's fucking Robin. Just like walking out nonchalant. Just like takes a seat, <laughs> like just takes a deck chair and just like sits on the deck chair. Like, yeah, uh, I had to suffer a lot because of you guys. So it's uh, it's your responsibility now. They're like, what? And she's like, I want to join the crew. And they're like, Nani? I love that Robin panel. It's It's the iconic one. I think if you search Robin... It's the one that comes up, like, at least within the first few. Well, probably. Actually, it probably doesn't come up in the first few results. Oh, there's so I don't know what it is. There's something about the way her face is drawn during the Alabasta arc that doesn't feel like 
pictures of Robin I've seen, and I don't know why that is. Like, even if I look at the... It's probably because of time skip, Robin. Um, so the anime kind of changed a bit of the design, which is unfortunate, but granted, they did it with... Right? They, like, started over-sexualized characters in the anime even more than, like, what's already done in the manga, because it also, like, increases in the manga. I uh, I may have, oh, during this like time, seen some some clips of the bathhouse scene, so yes. Um, I would agree. Oh, from the newest chapter? Oh, no, who's no, leaking? I'm, Stop leaking no, I'm things. Talking about the, I'm talking about from this. From this bathhouse scene. Vivian Nami. Oh, okay. okay. Ignore what I said. Yeah, <laughs> I'd actually seen it a while ago, um, but had no context for where it took place. I thought it might just be like anime filler until yeah, just, now. Just anime but filler. Anyway, but anyway, yeah, I, I actually really like Robin's design in this. Um, but it, that's why I didn't even recognize her when she, she first showed up because of how different she's drawn uh, in this part of the manga. So it sounds like like after the anime changed her, the manga changed her too. Maybe I, I everyone got a like huge redesign. I, I say huge redesign. Everyone kind of got a uh, you know aged up and and redesigned a bit. So like we'll see our straw hats, and I'm not going to give names for those who are following along. I don't want to spoil uh, future characters, um, but you know who who the characters are um and they some of them have more dramatic changes than others uh chopper being one of them which i don't like choppers i mean i do like choppers like change it change of designs because they're always cute and adorable but same time i'm like i like our little bean potato boy yeah but yeah but robin wants to join the crew though I'm I'm not just like I I having seen he other did. pictures of Chopper I don't feel like he looks that different like he's got different hats and shit but yeah 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 he has different hats but we'll like it, we'll do some side by sides once we get closer to like some of the changes and you'll see like how dramatic some of them are fair enough uh, but yeah the the our reading ends with Robin saying she wants to join the crew Nani Nani yeah so this this is the whole Robin is a straw hat thing Robin's a straw hat not Vivi. I can feel I can feel on the other side of the microphone, the building rage. I didn't hear what you said. I'm so sorry. I said Robin's a straw hat, not Vivi. You're half right. Robin is a straw hat and so is Vivi. Vivi spent more time on the crew than Chopper. Think about that. Well, Chopper is going to spend more time, but actually, (laughs) well, here's a question. Who spent more time on the crew? Vivi or Johnny and Yosaku? Vivi, obviously. I think Johnny and Yosaku did. No, they were like there for like two days. Like, remember, Arlong Park was like a like almost like 50 chapters or whatever. But like it was only a span of a day or two. It's like two days on Arlong Park and then like a day on Barati. They were on Barati for like a week, though. Remember, because Luffy had to work it off. No, they they no, like that was a joke. He didn't. He didn't actually pay them off. They weren't there for a week. That's what, like, he said. And Luffy's like, uh, "No, I'm not going to be there for like a year. I'll have about like a day. And they're like a week." He's like, "Ah, maybe anyway, a week." I think, I think, chapter wise, real world time. I think uh, Johnny and Osaku were in the crew longer than Vivi. No, no, I, I like. We can pull up the moon phases. People track this shit, my guy. <laughs> I will pull up the Wikipedia that is way too extensive, honestly. <laughs> I'm also not going to count the the three days at the end of Alabasta for her being on the crew. Just because I'm petty. She still she was still there longer. The trip between Whiskey Peak to Alabasta was multiple weeks. And we know this because of the moon phases. Like, I can't tell you. There's literally a timeline and it's all based on the stupid moon phases that we get glimpses of. And we can only hope that there's only one moon. Because we only ever see one. But who knows? Anyway. Anyway, if, if Vivi is a member of the crew, Johnny and Yosaku are members of the crew, and I don't want that They world. are not members of the crew for multiple reasons. They're not pirates. They're pirate. Well, Vivi's a princess. A pirate princess. There's. She's a pirate princess. People are going to associate her as the pirate princess, yo. Are they? I don't know. We'll see. Probably. I don't know. That'd actually be a sick title. I don't know. Igorim was scared. Igorim was scared when he had it. He had Igorim gets a dream that Vivi uh, calls herself the Pirate Queen. And yes. 
and she looks and, yeah. and like her pirate outfit design is so good it's so cute it's so gorgeous i love but it that's when he busts into the infirmary looking for her to see that she's still there but the straw hats are gone um anyway that's that's <laughs> the end of chapter 217 um so we're at the end of that's our the end reading. of alabasta yeah uh damn that was alabasta that was oh man it was i love alabasta i also hate it but i love it at the same time you, it has so much good stuff but at the same time i'm like huh what do you, yeah I'm, I'm curious about hating it oh i i don't like most of like the baroque's characters yeah. like 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 i love lasso which is the dog or lasso however, lasso, however it's yeah. gonna be pronounced uh, I love the dog, but like I could I could give or take the baseball guy like his design's funny. It's it's cool. It's whatever. I don't much care. The mole person I'm like, huh, Usopp lie come true. I like it. But outside that, I don't. It, it's whatever. Uh, same with like, even though I enjoy uh, Miss Father Say's like frog gun and shoes and Mr. Seven's uh, eyebrows, which are just sevens. Um, they're goofy. They're just whatever. They're they're in and out. Like the only ones I like are Bond Clay, um, Mr. Two, uh, Miss Um The Painter. Miss Golden Week. Name, uh, Golden Week. Yeah. Yeah, Miss Golden Week. And uh, that's really it. You'll like Mr. Three. <laughs> and Miss All Sunday as well, but that's Robin, yeah. so what about Mr. Three? Which one was Mr. Three? The wax guy. Is that not Mr. Two? Oh, no, no, Mr. no, Mr. Two is Mr. Two is Bond Clay. Yeah, yeah. I already I said Bond Clay and then Mr. Yeah, two. Yeah, I was a little confused. I thought you were clarifying <laughs> I like Bond, Bond Clay, Clay was Mr. So two. Much, I said him twice. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were clarifying Bond like... Clay was Mr. Two. Um No no yeah. no, I meant the same Mr. Three. I love the wax guys. He's great. Well it seems him like him and Miss Golden Wake, but we got like a whole arc with them and they were fun. Well you seem to like half the Baroque Works character. What about Mr. One? I, I the Blade dude? Yeah. I know I barely remember him existing half the time. It's a big deal because like he fought. Apparently he fought Zolo in the West Blue. And like that was the whole thing for how Zolo knew about Baroque works back in Whiskey Peak. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's whatever. <laughs> I just don't much care. <laughs> Same with a uh, uh, spiky girl. Oh, she like, I did I don't not much like care her. her. Like her, her fight with Nami was cool, but really it's mostly like Nami gets to show off some cool things that I think should be ex- should and does get expanded on later because it's like, oh, we get like illusion style like that's neat. That's fun. I love illusions. I love that kind of stuff. That's like a vibe I can get with. But I just don't much care for most of what we see. Like we don't see much of like broke works. We get to see a few like funny vil- like name villain henchmen. Yeah, we get to get the na- the name team rocket members is what we get. Right, like Mr. Crocodile it, or Mr. Zero Crocodile is just Giovanni. No, they're like like we see a bunch of them. <laughs> I mean, we see just like silhouettes and some random designs, but like we don't get the we don't get the meet them. We don't get their names. Well, no, because they're mooks. Yeah, but I'm saying like the named the name team rocket members we get is just it, it's eh, hit or miss. Most yeah. of them are just whatever. It, it's hit or miss. Yeah, it's hit or miss, and one of them is not even one of them just becomes a straw hat. So like. Of course, they're going to be. But then another one is Crocodile. So like, yeah, I like Crocodile. Crocodile's dope. Um, and we we get more Crocodile through like chapter covers. Yeah. Um, the more the more insight we got into Crocodile's character, I think the more you like him, the more the more I liked him because like F and he's his person like effort, like his personality kind of it's almost like a U shape. And at first when he shows up, he's kind of cool. And then it gets a bit boring. And then you re- it goes back up when you realize like why he's the way he is and without it explicitly being stated, but just like how how you deep get it, it. goes. Yeah, you get it. You get what he's doing, uh, why he's acting, how yeah, he's acting. It gives you just enough to go like, oh, I get it. Yeah. So fuck. You empathize. I I I liked uh I I I think in the end. For for the we're, I'm, I'm just going to talk about the Alabasta Island. We'll save the rest of this for yeah, yeah, especially as we're running late on time. We'll save the rest of this for our Alabasta Saga for retrospective. Yeah, that's a saga retrospective. Yeah. But I think overall, like this was a this was a pretty good arc. Um, I actually, I don't, I think I do like it better than Arlong Park, but I think that's partially because it has a little bit more room to breathe with Arlong Park. And it had almost 
it had it had the whole saga worth of build up to it. Whereas Arlong Park really didn't like we get partway through Barati. We get like a little bit of hints of Arlong Park and then we get there. Um, but this is like the, the a culmination type thing. So it already. Ha- yeah, it already had a lot of build up and hype. And then we have this. Um, yeah, we had we had. A, I think this is like probably a solid payoff, right? Because we start from Whiskey Peak for this whole through line, right? From Whiskey Peak onward, it's all about this. Well, Reverse Mountain is when we first see uh, Vivi and um, whoever was the Mook dude who we don't even remember. Yeah, but it was it was really Mr. Whiskey 13. Peak when like we get like wrapped up in it, right? Because they could have yeah. just been like you know random Mooks, right? Because clearly Vivi wasn't a princess at the at the time of her creation. Yeah, Team Rocket, yeah, yeah. Um, Team Rocket. Why <laughs> I said Crocodile has a very Giovanni yeah. look to him. Yeah, but the payoff through the through line from Whiskey Peak to here. Solid payoff that the crocodile fight. I really like the final one. Yeah, the final fight, (laughs) not the first two. First two or whatever. They're fine. We get to see some creativeness. I liked all three of them, Um, which I is. Is that like the first in like an arc where you liked? Have you liked more fights than not in this arc? Yeah, I actually I would argue that I would say that during Alabasta, there's really only one fight I didn't like, like Island Alabasta. Obviously, there's more fights I dislike throughout the rest of the the saga. But on the island, I really aside from Nami, uh, Nami's fight, I liked all the fights, even the Usopp fight, which um, to me, that's actually (laughs) a big thing. It's like to me, this is the first Usopp fight. That I really liked. That I really liked, uh, and maybe it's Hell because yeah. maybe it's because it was Usopp also train. a chopper fight. <laughs> uh, so maybe it was I just liked the chopper fight featuring Usopp. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. why would you do this? <laughs> Damn it! Uh, uh, is it a chopper fight or is it an Usopp fight? I mean, Chopper was there first. <laughs> Usopp stumbles upon Chopper fo- uh, finding them. Oh fuck! It was a then it was a chopper fight. I don't know. It's that's kind I mean, of thing still, though. Like U- Usopp did really good. He he hold, he held his own pretty well in that fight. I'm, he did good. I mean, it's kind of like how like Zolo and Sanji versus uh, Ray and Hachi was a really good fight, mm-hmm. and that was a two on two. Is they had a they had a really good two on two fight, and I think that that is something that One Piece does do better than a lot of other shonens. Is that as I'm seeing and looking at this, is two on two fights are something that are really hard to do, and it seems like they're pretty good. Like Oda and his team are pretty good at actually executing on those, and that's an important part of like having a crew is being able to have team fights. Yeah. So it's very important for One Piece to be able to execute on those, and I, I like the fact that we're we're so far on what I would argue are our team fights. Um, because I, I really feel like we only, we've only had the two team fights. Um, the San, uh, Sanji, but uh, I feel like we have executed on them. See, I'm see. I think this is the first that you've uh, praised the fights in an arc. So I think for the most part, you've always like been very critical. Um. Well, no, I we'll we'll talk about it during the retrospective, but like um, Whiskey Peak. Uh, anyway, yeah, <laughs> Whiskey Peak was fun. Yes. All right. Well. Then without further ado, I do want to start talking about the retrospective, which is what we'll do shortly after we end this episode. Um, but while you all wait for that retrospective, I'm going to go ahead and give you all your homework assignments. Yeah, because coming up next is now the Skypea saga. I think you said. Uh, yes, the Skypea saga is what it is called, which I'm very excited for. It's the it's the saga that people are like, oh, yeah, the filler arc. <laughs> it's like, no, it's very much not filler. Please, no, don't skip Skypea. <laughs> I'm a little I'm a little trepidatious because people people always said two things. It's it's hit or One, miss. It's hit or miss. If you make it, if you like Arlong Park, you'll like One Piece. And two, Skypea will make you hate One Piece. Skypea will make you hate One Piece, but not for the reasons you think of. Like, like, not the kind of hate 
you're probably thinking I've heard of. different reasons um, from different people too, which is what's it's, also interesting. It's a it's the most uh decisive like divisive. It's the most conflicting arc. Yeah, devices, thank you. Device divisive. <laughs> divisive. Divisionive. Divisionive. Thank you. No, um <laughs> It's the most divisive arc um of One Piece. For sure. There there's no if answer buts because for years uh skypea has been like lo- beloved shat on beloved again like man this arc is useless man this arc has so much man there's nothing happening it's it's all over the place and it changes like every every year people have a different opinion of skypea but nonetheless it is also most likely the most important arc so you really need to pay like real attention to these details and i am not exaggerating when i mean you need to note down these details. I mean, granted, don't 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 get hi- don't get hyper fixated. I mean, I do. OK, but don't get too fixated on that. But it is the most important <laughs> or supposedly the most important arc. I don't agree with that. Uh, uh, before we go, can I point out one final thing that I realized in the final panel where everyone's going? What? Um, most of the straw hats have that like Oda mouth open like what? what? um except except for zolo who um who already was just kind of like over everyone's shit earlier on the ship yeah and chopper who's just kind of like what who's just kind of confused because well, he has sanji yeah. his mouth is oh now his mouth is yeah, open no, but he also open. has He's his cigarette with heart smoke yeah <laughs> but it's like because chopper also has no context for uh robin because i i just realized i don't think he's met robin no he hasn't because remember vivi has been on longer so they never met her blowing up ingram on the ship yeah <laughs> So Chopper had no context, so he's just got question marks. Anyway, I just wanted to point that out. <laughs> yeah, so it's chapters 218, you know, like a, a cool fifth of the way through One Piece, to what? Yeah, so the assignment is chapters 218 to 225. So 218 to 225. All right, well, uh, with some new uh, crewmates, uh, and not the ones we thought, Let's set sail. Thank you all for setting sail with us into the world of One Piece. If you'd like to keep up to date on releases and what the current chapter assignments are, be sure to follow us on Twitter at SailingAllBlue. And we'd like to give special thanks to my good friend Birdie for composing our wonderful, amazing intro. Links to everything will be in the show notes. See you out on the open seas.